0: Please subscribe to this Galactic Network podcast by going to GNcast.com slash subscribe. Or search iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or anywhere podcasts are offered. Galactic Radio. Hello, Galactic Network peoples. This is normally where the poll list would be, and I do have some comic book recommendations that will come for you at the end, but I want to give you something special, and that is my review of Secret Empire. Now, this is recorded from the ElseNerds episode that I did earlier this week, but I feel like you will love this as well. So, enjoy. The following podcast may contain spoilers, profanity, and views or opinions that may not be representative of the author's intent of the articles discussed. We don't always take ourselves or the subject matter seriously either. Listener discretion is advised. This stack of comic books, these are the first ten issues or actually the 10 issues of Secret Empire, starting from, or actually 11, because it starts starting with issue zero all the way to issue 10. This is Marvel's latest event series that they have completed. And you look at the logo between Secret Empire. There's issue one to like it was here like you slowly you slowly as you're watching this start to realize the like when you get to issue 3 and this is actually the variant edition which is one of those that I love um it's an andrea sorrentino variant cover um of lady thor but you slowly realize wait something's going on with the logo and then Hydra is taking over and all that. You know, all the way to where you get the full-on Hydra Cap shield. And then you see it, it breaking. um, And the return of the traditional Cap America shield with it in all its glory, no Damage around it. Now, I'm gonna hit on something real quick with this. Um, I would be. I'm interested to see what you know. For example, my fellow galactic net casters, um, or networkers, um, Brad Ludwig and Corey Scott. You know, the other comic book readers, well, former comic book readers, but comic book fans, think of this series because. This is one with the start of Cap America Steve Rogers written by Nick Spencer. It was one of those things that I'm like, this is an interesting concept. Um, because it was taken out of um Assault on Pleasant Hill or Avengers Standoff. I think it has another name too. Um where the um, Cap America comes back. He's he gets younger, youngified again, and oh, but there's a secret. He's Hydra. He's he's always been Hydra. Um, now it was it was one of those like, you know, you could sort of figure like they're not gonna retcon the history that much with it, but you it was a fun th- it was a fun idea to look at like oh yeah he yeah he was hydra this whole time well what would that look at look like and you see that playing out with um you know him growing up and being best friends with with uh with uh Baron Zemo with with Helmet Zero or Z- zero Zemo and um you're going through it and you're you're getting this political espionage type of stuff from him and yet you're, um, much like where you're getting, you're, you're getting on both, on both things, because Nick Spencer wrote, wrote both Sam, or Sam Wilson Cap America and Steve Rogers Cap America. He was doing these at the same time. And so at the flip side, you had uh, Sam Wilson, who was very much a modern political thriller about the state of the country, you know, and all these racial tensions that are going on and stuff like that um but you never had like like when i remember first reading this i was just like okay i'm here for the ride yes it might not it might sound a little far-fetched that you know cat being a member of you know being hydra this whole time and stuff like that but i just thought okay this is great story i'm gonna let them tell it you fast forward to secret empire where Cap has successfully overthrown the government, and or uh, what Cap or Hydra Cap, um Captain Stevel, as it was pointed out, <laughs> as it was coined in uh, Mighty Cap Marvel issue nine that came out last week. Um, but you have this, so you've got you know Cap America as a bad guy took over the world, locked out a lot of the heavy hitters, um, you know, the cosmic heroes outside of the Earth with a, a defense shield thing, and, oh, he also captured some brood eggs, or some chitari eggs. So, they're, the Chitauri are coming in waves because they want their eggs back. Um, You then have um oh gosh you, you then you then start following this other Captain America. Um you have this other Captain America here. That's you were following and you're like, "Wait, where is this coming from?" And it turns out that when Kobik, the sentient cosmic cube, rewrote all rewrote Cap America, she basically kept a backup. Um, because she just thought she was doing what was what was good, um, you know. She was listening to Red Skull, bad choice, and going about that way. Going about it that way, and yeah, yeah. Let, let's call him Classic Cap because he is. He's essentially he is the true Red, White, and Blue Captain America. Um, and it's one of those that even though secret empire hinted at generations and generations is going to hint at or it has been hinting at um uh not rebirth um the essentially marvel's rebirth i uh i I'm forgetting what it's called um right now but it's I never I didn't mind it because this this is a truly self-contained story. Um Growly is asking, you know, he like he he wonders about the fall of those who died. And this is the interesting thing. I could I mean you have I applaud Nick Spencer for for sticking to this route. You have Kobik, the sentient com- cosmic cube. The first issue, which I will say right now, the first issue And the first issue and the 10th issue were both drawn by Steve McNiven. Um, Steve McNiven did the artwork for Civil War that... um... Oh, okay. So, um, Carrie, I I can explain that here in a second. Um, But uh, Steve McNiven did the art for Civil, uh, Civil War, the first Civil War. Book, um, with that Mark Millar wrote, and that's Cap America: Civil War. The movie was loosely based off of. He does a great job in here. He captures in issue one the death of of Rick Jones so well. It was so good that I'm like, uh, uh, like my heart broke, and I'm not a big Rick Jones fan, like. I don't hate, uh, I don't hate the character, but it made sense that they, they gave him something to do after he got degamified by, uh, Dot Green, by the Hulk that had the brain of, that still had the mental capacities of, um, Bruce Banner this last time. And you have an... So you have a couple of tragic deaths in here. The death of Rick Jones, but more importantly, the death of Black Widow. Um, and this is something that hinted, was, had been hinted at from since Inhumanity. Um, the, uh, the, late, the last event book that featured the Inhumans, essentially it featured the Inhumans. Um, No, sorry, it wasn't inhumanity, it was Civil War II. Because it was like both of them. They're they're, like one tied to the other. Ah, Excuse me. And you have with this, you had the fulfill the, the prophecy from this inhuman who could predict the future that Miles Morales Spider Man was going to kill Captain America. Um now they didn't know at the time that he was Hydra all you saw was him you know with cap on a you know cap through a stake on the state capitol or on the in Washington D.C. on the capitol building we get to that moment and this is again where I will applaud the artist this was done by Andrew uh, Sorrentino and she as a side jag I think a side jag to a side jag um If you have not read any books that she does the art for, you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, I first got in touch with her art during the New 52 when she was writing or she was doing the art for Jeff Lemire on Green Arrow. And I love her art style. It's so great. The way she tackles violence where she's showing more than what she probably could show if it was just in plain color. But with the fact that she's almost doing a Mortal Kombat approach to some of the things, where you're almost seeing like the skeleton with the, um, like with the bone breaking or whatever, you get that same thing here, where uh, Hydra Cap actually kills Black Widow with his shield. He's he's got the pointed, um, you know, the more traditional shield and um, I believe they call it a kite a kite shield and he you know he's going to do that he's going to use it to kill because um, and are the cool design I, I would say about the shield at the point it has like it'll come out at the end it'll actually point out and like there's like a knife there so it, like blades there so it can be used as a weapon Um, and you go to He's, he's going to do this. He's going to kill Miles Morales. And Black Widow, very last second, she comes in and he punches her right there, you know, is right there, breaks her neck. This is one of the things, like, I could have thought, I, I applaud them for not doing, for not rewriting the history with this and have Kobick erase the deaths of Rick Jones, of... Of Black Widow, Um, as they said it, as he put it in issue 10, she rewrote the world, but she gave all of the heroes the wherewithal of what happened so that this would never happen again. Now, Growly Bear is asking about Generations because Generations started while um, Secret Empire was wrapping up um i believe it started during issue 5 or 6 um generations and for those of you guys who don't know generations is a series of one shots that lead up to marvel legacy that's the name of that of that book that i was thinking of <laughs> that's leading up leading up to marvel legacy um tell and it's you see it in the end of issue 10 where Kobik takes some of the heroes some of the newer heroes um Ironheart, uh Kate's what's her last name? Uh, Kate Bishop's Hawkeye. Uh, Ms. Marvel, you know, these legacy quote unquote legacy characters. Um, you know, the Jane Foster store, and she puts them in with or they're they're placed in this Event, or the stories with their predecessors um so for example one of the stories um that came out actually it came out last week was the archers it was kate uh kate bishop and um and clint barton the hawkeyes um on this hunger game style island where you know they have everyone's wearing a belt that if they try to take it off, it's apparently a bomb. But if you hit, you know, if you hit their button on like the belt buckle part, it teleports them back to wherever they go. Um, this this does a couple things. It will. It's brilliantly brilliantly done because so far every book is written by the. Uh. So for example, that book was written by Kelly Thompson, who is writing the Hawkeye book. That is focusing on uh on Kate Bishop. Um the Thor book was written by Jason Aaron, who is doing the Mighty Thor book, um, which is focusing on Jane Foster's Thor. Um everyone, every book is being written by the person who is writing for the younger the younger character. So one of them, for example, is gonna be um Cap America, you know, the, the captain I believe it's called the Captain's um but it's Cap America, Steve Rogers and um but like an older Steve Rogers, like a, like a previous in time Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson. And they're going to team up and it's going to help them to to come about some ways here, you know, to 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 learn make it, uh help each other learn things. I look at generations as a series of great one shots um, because there's some, like for example, uh, a lot of them are a few of them will, will hint to the books that the younger one is in. So for example, um, the irons um, iron heart and iron man um, was one. And I believe it was, I believe that one came out and it will, it will lead back to, or hint back to the, uh, invincible iron man which was is still starring ironheart um the thor book did that same thing with mighty thor but then it also will it also hinted at events that happen will happen in marvel legacy um it's giving hints without necessarily being directly tied if that makes sense um but yeah, definitely I would say um go check out Secret Empire. Um some of the trades to check out with the tie-ins to check out with it. Um the All-New Guardians of the Galaxy tie-in was really good. Um the Mighty Captain Marvel tie-in was was really good as well. Um told the story of these three young kids. Um well not young. They're like they're alpha cadets cuz uh, Captain Marvel is still the leader of Alpha Flight it, when this is happening and how on their first day they go up to Alpha Flight just as the shield is getting locked on you know turned on and locked the door locked um, and as you would imagine hilarity ensues from there so real quickly before we go I want to give you a couple picks on um, DC Comics Batman number 30 uh, Doom Patrol number eight. Harley Quinn number 27 They've been doing really great stuff with the Harley Quinn book Um, Image Comics Elsewhere number 2 Incredible story with the Elsewhere With the Elsewhere title Um, Kingsman Red Diamond If you are excited for the movie Read this book Uh, Motor Crush number 6 Walking Dead number 171 Already going for $75 for certain covers uh, Marvel Comics, uh, you got Venomverse starting up this week and uh, Generations Iron Man and Iron Heart that has been surprisingly well done um, Royals number 7, those are all just a couple of the picks that I have for you thank you once again for watching this or listening to this special thank you once again for listening to the special edition where I reviewed Secret Empire the complete run from issue zero to ten and and until next time read more comics this has been a galactic network podcast for more go to gncast.com that's g-n-c-a-s-t-s dot com